Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is the Retirement Ready Podcast with President and Founder Eric Peterson of Peterson Financial Group, Iowa's retirement specialist with an office in Des Moines. It's time to make sure that you're retirement ready. Uh, let's talk a little bit about life insurance. Don't yes. click you don't yeah, click yeah, off the radio, right? Everyone's favorite topic. Yeah, if you're driving, stay awake. Right, um, right. <laughs> we'll try to make it interesting. There you go. You. Well, we'll we'll get into it in just one second. But before we do, I saw this little quote. I thought it was or this little fun fact I thought it was interesting. Four is the only number in the English language with the same number of letters as it has in its value. I thought that was kind of cool. I never thought about that. That is kind of right? cool. Yeah. You know, eight's not, seven's not, only four. So there you go. little random financial fact for you today. All right, that's, our, that's the best we can do for fun on life insurance. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> why, why is life insurance, Eric, such a dirty word? I mean, well, I mentioned Ned Ryerson, right? It's, it's, there's, a, there's a kind of like visual aid of that kind of polyester-wearing, pushy you know, person, bye-bye-bye, yeah. right? Right. Um, and as I mentioned earlier, you know, when you first get into life insurance and they tell you you're, who's your potential prospect is anyone that can fog a mirror. So anyone living um, is a potential for life insurance because it really shouldn't be called life insurance. It should be called death insurance. Yes, yeah, but then nobody it pays buy it. when you die. But yeah. nobody's going to touch it if it's called death insurance because right. we're <laughs> no one wakes up wanting to die. Right. Um, we're, we're a little fearful of that. Right. And it, but it's inevitable. Uh, it happens to all of us. So that that's kind of negativity on it. And then the fact that the way it was you know set up, it was set up to be sold, uh, which means people have to, you know, people can be kind of pushy about it. It is an important cornerstone. Mm-hmm. Everyone can benefit from uh, life insurance, but not everyone can get it um, because it is medically underwritten. So you may want it. It's kind of a unique product. Say, I want this. And the company says, no, you can't have it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> because medically aren't able to. Or they may charge you an exorbitant amount. doesn't make sense. But yeah, right. um, the it's, life it's is, another tool, though, right? It's another it's tool an important in the tool, tool correct. Yeah. Well, so let's look at it from two standpoints. So my first couple of questions is around the kind of the normal, the normalcy, I suppose, of what we think of when it comes to that. So like typically we, we think we need it when we're in our you know young adult days, uh, when we have middle age, when we have kids, you know, that kind of thing, replacing a salary basically if something should happen to us, right? So how do you determine if someone needs life insurance at all with what you do, since this is really more of a retirement planning firm, you know, does every senior need it, right? So how do you go about that determination? Well, actually, it's more basic than that. So okay. the determination if you need life insurance, there's two main reasons. You love someone else more than yourself, which i.e. your family, spouse, something like that. I think we're all going to be in that category somewhere. Secondly, if you hate taxes. <laughs> <laughs> so if you answer yes to both those questions, you might be a candidate for life insurance. Okay, now, easy enough. How much you need or if how much you want to put towards that kind of a strategy, that really is where the planning comes in. Well, that was going to be my next question is how do we determine that amount? It's a rigorous process, but you know you just have an open, honest conversation about it. If you treat it as an asset class, okay, and if you have, let's say, we're 
let's say that you know we're we're doing a plan for you, and based on uh, you know projections of a, a rate of return and uh, increase uh, due to inflation and maybe an increase in taxation stuff like that, and you still have leftover wealth. Mm-hmm. Then we can, you know, have a conversation. Okay, would you like this leftover wealth that's going to be passed on to your family to come to them more tax efficient? Would you like it to be potentially tax free versus being a hundred percent taxable like an IRA? Those are conversations to have. Life insurance can really benefit when one spouse passes away because when one spouse passes away on a very simple income, just around sixty thousand dollars between, let's say, minimum distributions and Social Security, the surviving spouse for the same $60,000 of income, will have about a 400% increase in their federal income tax. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't seem fair. Yeah. So life insurance can really benefit that surviving spouse and not have to take as much out of out of a qualified plan or something like that. So I'll just have a conversation about it, but don't close it off because most people think by the time they reach retirement, I don't need life insurance because for the original reasons I bought it, Right. When you're younger, just like you mentioned, you know, you die prematurely, you got expenses to get, you know, pay off the house, get the kids uh, college educated, replace your your income for a certain number of years. All those kinds of reasons why you need life insurance in the beginning. When you reach retirement, typically the house is paid off. Hopefully the kids are out of the house and independent um, and you have accumulated all this wealth in your retirement plan. So if you were to pass, your spouse could live off of that. And I would say argue or not argue, but agree and say, the original reasons you bought life insurance, yes, I agree with you. You don't need it any longer for those reasons. However, mm. there are only three things that are tax-free. Roth accounts, interest from municipal bonds, and proceeds from life insurance. Well, we're going to talk about that. So let me go to my next half of questions. i got two questions that kind of lean into the, the retirement side a bit more, or, or maybe what we're trying to get to, which is gaining wealth, right? Gaining, gaining enough stuff to make sure we're good through our retirement years and the lifestyle we want, as well as maybe leaving something to heirs, and then also tax efficiency. So most of the time, I won't say all the time, most of the time, Folks that are doing pretty well, wealthy folks, have a significant amount of life insurance. Why is that? Because it's um, leveraged dollars. And they can control or they know that at their passing, and most wealthy people um, understand mortality. They understand they're, they're going to die at some time. And when they do die, there's going to be a taxable event. There's going to be some kind, whether it's transferring of businesses or property or something like that their heirs are going to have to come up with cash in order to pay taxes on their stuff, okay? Okay. So one of the most efficient ways to do that is the use of life insurance. Because why? You give the insurance company X amount of dollars, which is a small multiple, a very small amount versus what the payoff would be, right? They might get 20 times the money that they're paying, right? You put in $1,000, you're going to get $20,000, Whatever that ratio is, um, you can get, and that's for an older person, a younger person. It's much bigger leverage, and that's the reason why. And it's predictable. You know, it's going to gotcha. pay at that time, and you know, it's under current tax law. It is tax free if structured right. You know, if you still have an estate tax issue, to make sure you hold it outside of the estate. But it's tax free money when they need it, which is at the death of somebody. So that's why right. wealthy people use it. Okay, so that's that's one part of the tax free. But what about the tax free conversation that you hear and see, all, you know, especially in adverts and things of that nature? Boy, I got British all of a sudden, calling it an advert. <laughs> but uh, or I guess I really would have been if I said advertisement. <laughs> but anyway, life insurance for a tax free income. So this you're still alive, right? You want you want it as income. You're not necessarily looking for it when you're dead. You're wanting to have access to it while you're still around. What's that all about? 
Well, that is uh, certain strategies where you can use life insurance as an accumulation vehicle and then as a distribution vehicle. And the way it's tax-free is that mechanically or internally, what you're actually doing is you're borrowing against your life insurance policy. Okay. So you have cash value. You're borrowing against that. The insurance company is using your cash value as collateral. You still pay interest on your loan that you're taking out, but you're earning interest on your cash value. The two sometimes will offset each other because you're at the same rate. So what you're earning, you're, you're earning, you're paying. Uh, you don't have to pay the insurance back. And at your death, then, the loan is satisfied with some of the proceeds from the death benefit. Now, so this is where it gets into you got to make sure it's closely monitored because if that if you were to what we call blow up the policy, which means you drive the cash to zero or there's nothing left, something like that, mm-hmm. insurance companies tend not to let you do that. But if that were to happen, all those previous distributions might be taxable. So mm. you got to be very careful with it. But properly used, it can be a powerful tool to have tax-free income in retirement. Because if we look at where tax rates have been and potentially where they could go, so just as an aside, what do you think has been the highest tax rate in our country? Oh, it was in the 90s during uh, one of the wars, World exactly. War II, I believe. World War II, about yeah. 94%. Yeah. Although, so, speaking of that, funny enough, little history note for us, this weekend, Eric, as we're, as we're doing the show here, uh, it was the, the first income tax was uh, levied by the U.S. government to help pay for the Civil War. So Yeah, and it was just supposed to be for that war, and they're supposed to you know, do away with it. And <laughs> of course. Well, it's like, the, it's like any tax, right? Where it's like, wait a minute, they're, they're paying this. Don't take it away. Right, it there. right. Yeah. We, we kind of need this revenue. So if we look at where tax rates are right now, now just back up to 1980, the highest tax rate was 70%. Yeah. And right now it's 35 So. Yeah. Tax rates could go up. So it just, it's again, it's a tool. So whether it's good for you in your portfolio, it depends. Remember, it is medically underwritten. So I have clients that say, yeah, I want to use that. And we take them through the process and they're not able to do that. So then you have to pivot and go another direction. Yeah. But, um, you know, don't be afraid of it. Don't run away like Bill Murray did in the movie, <laughs> right. you know, from the Ned Ryerson guy. Yeah, he punched um, him in the mouth, I think, and ran away. Yeah, don't, yeah. don't do that. Just have an adult conversation. It is a tool and see what it can it can help you with. So, um, But life insurance gets a little bit of a bad rap. So that's why we have a special white paper that people can call in. We'll send it to you. Um, it is called A New Look on Life Insurance, Life Insurance as an Asset Class. So it'll give you everything that you ever want to know about life insurance to talk to your friends at Cock Next Cocktail Party. <laughs> so it's 12, 12 pages, not all print. There are some graphs and, and photos and that kind of stuff. But yeah. at least, you know, Look at it because it is important, you know, because unfortunately everyone does expire. And when you do die, it is a taxable event if you have accumulated any kind of wealth. And so remember the two reasons you want to buy it. You care for someone else or you hate taxes. <laughs> if you there answer you yes to those two, look at life insurance. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast. If you have questions about what you've heard on today's podcast and would like to schedule a complimentary retirement readiness review with Eric Peterson and the team at Peterson Financial Group, call now. 515-226-1500 is the number to dial. That's 515-226-1500. They are Iowa's retirement specialists and standing by to help you achieve your financial and retirement goals. Want to ask a question online? Visit the team at askericpeterson.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast, making sure that you're retirement ready. Did you know that Eric Peterson also has a radio show? 
Tune in to the Retirement Ready Radio Show, Sundays at noon on AM 1040 WHO. Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investing involves risk in including the loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any references to protection benefits or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor.